Welcome to Thrive Radio, expert visionary and innovative business, life, and relationship advice to live a life of doing the impossible with your host, Amy Montgomery. I'm your host, Amy Montgomery, entrepreneur and digital marketing agency owner. Today, my guest is Melanie Mitchell. She's a career and life coach, job search expert, and LinkedIn strategist who helps ambitious job seekers position themselves as dream candidates so they can land their dream jobs. Melanie, welcome to the podcast today. Thank you. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So how did you become a career coach? So I was a recruiter for 20 years and at the end of 2016, it was December of 2016, kind of the straw that broke the camel's back with my last company. I'd been with them for eight years, lots of changes. And I just said, what I've been putting this off, I'm going to leave. I did not intend to become a career coach. <laughs> Let me die. I always have to preface that. I actually was like, I put myself in the market. I was looking for a corporate recruiting. That was where I was going to focus on. That was the intention. Somebody said, oh, can you take this coaching certification course? Start going through that. It was really geared towards life coaching. And I said, oh, okay, sure. Why not? It really, I had no intention of like, I didn't know where that was going to use it. I didn't know how that was going to show up. I wasn't thinking about starting a business. And truthfully, that year of transition for me was a year of personal transition. And when I started helping uh, people, I really just started with their resumes. All honesty, I did it because I needed the cash. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I needed, I was honestly, I was really broke. I was broke and I needed extra income and it was something I knew I could do. So I just started doing resumes and then I had a client that said, well, what if I hire you to help me with this, or I hire you to help me with that? And I was like, okay. And how much do you charge? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and so that's how I became a career coach. It just, it, it snowballed. And the next thing I know, I'm, I've got one client or I have two clients and then it just went from there. And so I built that. And then by 2018, I was doing it full time. So, wow. So walking through your journey, what are you grateful for? I always say that I'm really grateful for the experiences that I got, even the bad ones. 2017, I always tell people it was a really rough year for me. It was just personally, financially, professionally, everything kind of fell apart, to be very honest with you. My confidence went down the drain because of a variety of reasons. And you can look back on those times and be like, I don't like that person for what they did or the role that they played. But I always just look back on that as far as my journey goes, that I'm grateful for those experiences because it is what got me here. It's what has built me up. And it's also gave me the strength to continue to push forward. And I always know that from that aspect, if I could get through that, I can pretty much get through anything and I can survive. And at the end of the day, that's a good thing. <laughs> so I'm always grateful for that. I'm big on gratitude and recognizing that in your life. Yeah, definitely. So what is your advice for those wanting a career change? So I always jokingly tell my clients, don't do it the way I did it. So <laughs> I let a lot of emotion rule my, rule my decisions in that moment. I still would have left the company. I just could have done it in a more succinct way. I could have created a plan. And so if you really are thinking about it, really sit down. To me, it's more about reflection of like why you want to have that change, what's prompting you to thinking about a career change, what are the most important factors for you? 
So is it just the money? Is it a toxic work environment? Maybe it's not the career. Maybe there's things behind the scenes at the home that you need to address. And so if you're thinking you're just going to make a career change and it's going to solve this other problem, you need to address that other problem first. I'm not a therapist uh, by any means, but these are all factors that go into our careers. You have to really have that reflection. If you're thinking about it, take the time to really figure out why you want to make that change. What are you looking for? And then you can determine like, is changing my career going to help give me that? And then from there, be able to go from there. How do you handle other people doubting you? So sometimes you have to take advice worth a grain of salt. <laughs> and so I once had somebody, an acquaintance who told me, um, this was back in 2017, he said, how can you be a career coach? You don't even have your life in order. And at first I was like, I was offended by that. I was like, how dare you? I like, I actually got angry. I was pissed off because, I, and it was probably the first time that somebody had openly said it. But yet I was like, wait a minute, I was a recruiter and I was like successful and I was a really good recruiter. Like you don't stay in the recruiting and the staffing industry as long as I did and not have some talent or ability. It just doesn't happen. So I was like, where I'm at right now in my life didn't erase my years of experience and knowledge, but it's still a part of who I am. I'm just in a different space in my life. So for those people that are doubting you, of course, listen, see what they say, because sometimes they're trying to come from, some people come from a place of love. If they are coming from a place of love, listen to what they have to say, and then just say, I truly appreciate where you're coming from. I appreciate your advice. I'll take that into account, but this is something I feel compelled to do. If they're not coming from a place of love and compassion, then they don't need space in your world right now. They don't need to take up that airtime because you need to focus on what you can do. Yeah. I like that. I, I read a book once. Uh, I can't remember the name of it or anything. He kind of studied how people succeeded, especially like in their own business. The ones that went off, like you said, went off and just created something brand new that they'd never done before, had no real estate in, no experience whatsoever. They failed. The yep. ones that actually built a little bit of a real estate, like they dabbled in it for a while, or they got some experience under their belt that was transferable into a new area. Those ones succeeded. So yeah, I, yeah, exactly and what you're saying. Being on your own and being like, for me, being in my own business, it is a lonely game. Sometimes some days you have to be your own cheerleader go, yay, I had a win today. <laughs> yeah. And nobody you know, cares. <laughs> and nobody cares. You know? <laughs> and then you get people who are like, oh, you're so lucky because you get to work out at 12 o'clock. And I'm like, you don't understand how I masterfully craft my schedule so that I can work out at 12 o'clock <laughs> and yeah. not, I'm like, so they don't see what happens behind the scenes. You have to know who's in your corner and know who's really your cheerleader and mm -hmm. respect those people and welcome them. And then the, everybody else can kind of just have a space. <laughs> yeah, right. Definitely. So why is a career vision and plan important? So this was something I really started kind of midway through in the last year and a half, because what I was finding with people was people were making this decision, like, I want to change careers. And I would get into, okay, we got to do my resume first. And I would get into the resume and then they'd be like, well, 
I'm still not finding this. I'm still not, I'm still looking and it's not working. And it really was one of those things that I'm like, it's because we're missing that key piece. Yes, the resume and the, what I say resume in your LinkedIn is really your foundation, is foundational materials. But until you have a plan, you're not going to know where you're going. It's like a map. It's a roadmap. I know we don't use maps anymore. I'm aging myself on that, but <laughs> so, but it is a roadmap. It's telling us we're here right now. What do I need to do to get over to this exit? Like there's a lot of steps involved. I had a client that she wanted, she came to me and she said, I want to be a C-level executive. And I, and she goes, I've been applying for these jobs and I'm getting rejected. And I had to be honest with her. I said, I'm going to tell you why you're being rejected as a recruiter. You're getting rejected because you haven't done the work in between. You're going from a managerial level position and you're applying up here, but you haven't done this part of the road. <laughs> you're like going around it. I said, what if we take a step back and we say, we customize this to focusing on these director level positions and the next step, not to say you can't hit that C level or that executive, you know, level type of positions. That can still be a long-term goal, but we got to do a few more things. And so we got to know what's involved in that. Is there education? Is there training? Is there certifications? What is involved in this process? And so if you're just trying to jump, you're most likely going to fall flat and you're going to fail. So having that plan and identifying those key aspects is really important and knowing what it takes to get there. I like that. So what is one of your top tips for LinkedIn? Show up. <laughs> and so, and I know that sounds so simplistic. It's uh, a platform with millions of people on it, which I know then sounds like, I don't know, it's, I forget the number, I'm horrible with numbers, but it huge millions of people are on this platform. But literally less than like, I want to say it may be less than 2%, it's like 2 to 4% of people actually show up on the platform. So there's so much out there. It's not just the business site anymore. It's a great job source, of course, but you really can establish yourself as you, each and every one of us is a personal brand, whether we know it or not. And so it really allows you to establish yourself. If you are a subject matter expert, a thought leader in your area, it's a platform that you can use that can connect you with the right people. And so the first and foremost is really just, I always say, show up, think about how you're showing up, and then you can use it to your benefit. So what's the most important thing to focus on when applying for a new job? I think probably the most important thing I was going to say, don't cut yourself short, which I do think is important because I think especially I'm reminded that women in particular, so there's a statistic that the men can look at the same job description and they can maybe have three out of the, say three out of the five requirements and they're not intimidated to go ahead and apply for the job. But women can look at it and say, I've got three out of the five and I don't have enough. And so don't cut yourself short just because you don't have everything. You don't really have to apply though for every, it's not a numbers game. And I know that sounds really counterintuitive because we're told that the more you do something, the greater success you have. I would rather you apply for a job that you're really one, you have a lot of passion about that you can really showcase some really strong, strong attributes for. And being able to highlight that and focus on that, and then also how you can network with individuals within your own network, but also within that company and the hiring managers, 
and focus on getting that job as opposed to applying for a hundred jobs. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So can you share some of your client success stories with us? Yeah, one of them that comes to mind is somebody that she's a mother. She had a passion for ultimately working for the March of Dimes. That was just because she personally didn't need their services, but she knew people that had utilized it during her pregnancy and she had met them and she was just really inspired what they do. And she found this opening and she's like, Melanie, I have to get this job. And I was like, okay, let's, let's work it. Let's really work it so that you're going to, she wasn't focused on 20 other jobs. She was really focused on this one. And we did, we focused from the resume to her LinkedIn, to her cover letter, to making some introductions to recruiters. We worked that process. She went through the interview process and she ended up landing the job and she's still there. This was several, this was a couple of years ago, but those, those are the success stories that I love to hear is when somebody has like a really specific vision and, or just even knowing that like, Hey, I landed that job and I'm having success and this is what I want to do. And I'm happy. And so those are what pushes me to keep doing what I do. If you're able to give yourself one piece of advice when you first started out, what would it be? When I first started out, speak up for yourself and don't be intimidated. Don't be, speak up for yourself, fight for yourself. And, you know, don't back down and don't think you have to shrink to fit in. I think that's something that I have done. I was a shy kid. I'm an introvert by nature. And so that's kind of in part of who I am. And I took that into my corporate world and it held me back. And, but at the end of the day, it's just, don't be afraid everything's going to work out. I probably gave myself a lot of advice. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, me too. (laughs) So Melanie, if there's somebody that's listening and they would love to work with you, what's the best way to contact you? You can go to my website, which is um, www.findsucceedachieve.com. And you can go to the contact uh, tab. You can send me a message. You can also find me on LinkedIn, which is Melanie Mitchell Wexler. I've got my hyphenated name on there. And so, yeah, so those are probably the easiest two two ways to connect with me. And yeah, definitely. I would love to connect with anyone. Perfect. I'll put all those links down below. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your expertise today. Well, thank you. I appreciate you having me. Yes, definitely. And if you're listening, you want more information about this podcast and the coming shows, you can visit a call to thrive.com. Thank you everyone. And have a wonderful week.